All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again, talking everything Buffalo Bills. Or should I be welcoming the the boys and girls? Because Bruce Nolan is here with me today. Bruce, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. You also have to make sure that you welcome the children of all ages. That's important. Of, I knew I missed something. Well, and obviously it's uh it's special when you have both of the introductions. But even more special when we do have a, a breaking Buffalo rumblings with breaking news, as Sal Capaccio reports, Matt Milano, four-year contract with the Buffalo Bills. What do you think? I'm shocked, to be honest. I think that there was every indication based on precedent, based on the dot connecting, based on the fact that Micah Hyde got signed first, based on the fact that historically... You know, all the extensions that Brandon Bean has given out, he's given out to players who had a year left on their deal. The whole he's earned the right to see where his free agent market goes. The report from John Warrow from the Associated Press saying he was going to test the free agent market. All of these things together seem to indicate along top of the Levante David contract that was signed. And Matt Milano becomes maybe the best off ball linebacker available in free agency, depending on who you ask and how you feel about KJ Wright. And so you have scenarios like this pop up and you think to yourself, all of these dots together seem to indicate he's not going to be back. And this just goes to show you that you never really know. You know, I talk about on the pod all the time, football is a game about probabilities, right? It's not blacks and whites. It's not slam dunk yes or slam dunk no. It's highly unlikely versus highly likely. And even if it was highly unlikely, it ended up happening. It ended up happening at a contract that looks pretty reasonable. Well, and here's the details from Sal Capaccio, right? Signing bonus of $7 million. Base salaries in 2021, 5.3. 2022, 7.5. 2023, 9.25. In 2024, $9.55 million. So, you know, as you take a look at that, I mean, again, 2021, $5.3 million base salary. More details still to come to see how it will affect the cap for this year. But I am still in a little bit of shock because, again, I think I was just – it was a foregone conclusion for me that Milano would not be back. It was for me as well. I think we had started to sort of address the idea. I think Milano being gone was almost the first thing that Bill's Mafia had made peace with this offseason. And then recently, they were starting to make peace with the Darrell Williams might be gone. And they weren't happy about making peace with all these players <laughs> leaving. And then all of a sudden, they realize they don't have to. And so now, all the mock draft machines change, free agency targets change. All of this stuff changes for the Bills and Bills Mafia because no one is questioning whether or not Matt Milano is a good player. That's not even in debate. I don't think there's anybody out there in Bill's Mafia who doesn't think Matt Milano is a good player. So now when all of a sudden there's a big swing between we have to replace a really good player to all of a sudden we don't have to worry about that now. Now we don't have to worry about that entire thing. That's a big swing. It's not like, okay, we signed someone. Now we don't have to worry about that as much. Or, hey, at least we have a spot starter. Or, hey, at least we kind of filled that with a reasonable, average, passable, replacement-level player. That's not what this is. This is a really good player who re-signed with the Bills, and that's a big swing from you don't have a really good player to you do. So are you telling me I need to stop convincing myself that A.J. Klein, starting at linebacker for the entire 2021 20, season, is, is okay and everything would be fine there? 
I, I don't know if you had tried to convince yourself that. If you did, I think we need to have a discussion off the pod, maybe, about the <laughs> things that you're willing to talk yourself into. You know, they have really good doctors who can help you with things like this, Anthony. There are books you can read. You know, I've heard that there are like exercises you can do that can kind of talk you down from the things that would create a scenario in your mind where you would have to talk yourself into AJ Klein. But no, we do not have to talk ourselves into AJ Klein. I'm happy about it. You're happy about it. Bill's Mafia is happy about it. And quite frankly, I think Brandon Bean's pocketbook is happy about it because after Shaq Thompson signed last year for 13 million plus average annual value, you started to think, goodness gracious, that looks like a Matt Milano style deal. And then all of a sudden, yesterday, Levante David, he signs for 12 and a half million. And you think to yourself, well, goodness gracious, Levante right. David's really good. And then Matt Milano signs for 11. If you put these dots together, Maybe this is speculation, but maybe Nate Geary mentioned this on Twitter from WGR. He mentioned that maybe this was the offer that was on the table and the initial plan was to test free agency. But after seeing Levante David and maybe not so subtly getting an idea of what the market was out there, Matt Milano was like, you know what? This is fine. Let's go ahead and do this because Brandon Bean had been talking about, well, you know, he's got to stay healthy for 16 games. Like if that's the first thing out of your mouth when you're asked about a player, that's usually not a good sign. So you can't blame us for putting the dots together and thinking Matt Milano was gone, but I'm happy he's not. Now, and I I think I was actually listening to your podcast this morning and I'm, you know, looking thinking of the numbers, right? Thinking of the recent moves that the Bills made and walking away from John Brown and Quentin Jefferson and and just thinking, okay, you're creating this cap space. Then I was trying to put myself in Milano's shoes. Like if the market is not going to be what I would have thought it was, right? Looking at him and Spotrac had him at close to $14 million. And again, this is not there. Part of me was thinking if he doesn't see the market that he wants, does he come to Buffalo on a one-year deal, fully guaranteed type, right? $12.5 million. That's where my head was going as far as a best case scenario for Matt Milano to come back to the bills that, hey, I'll gamble on myself for one year and then try to hit free agency once the salary cap comes back. But four years, $44 million. Um, I don't want to call it a hometown discount, but maybe that is just what the market bears when you talked about the Levante David contract. I agree with you. I think that there's no way to look at this deal and think it's bad value for the bills. If you look at the base salaries and you know you have a $7 million cap uh, hit that's spread out over four years because of the signing bonus based on the numbers that Sal Capaccio's got. So you add 1.75 million to each of the years when on top of the base salary as far as cap hit goes. And then there's roster bonuses and things like that, likely to be earned, not likely to be earned. All that stuff's going to be in there. We don't have the full details yet, but if you look at the base salaries at no point over the course of this deal, right? Four years, 44 million. You look at the base salary, you spread out the cap hit. Do any of these years look obvious to you where you're like, oh, well, he's clearly not going to pay play for that because some of these contracts, they have specific years where there's triggers in them and you look at it and go, oh, there's, there's no way he's going to see that money. Right. But the initial impression of this deal, and then you look at Deion Dawkins deal, and then you look at Micah Hyde's deal and you look at Jordan Poyer's deal. I haven't seen any of those. Every single one of these deals that Brandon Bean has signed, and I think this is important, every single one of these deals that Brandon Bean has signed has not had a year in them where you've looked at them and go, oh, that's dummy money. Like that's, 
that's not real money. Like he's never going to see that. They're clearly going to cut him year three of this four. I haven't seen anything like that, which means this is real money. And that's a good negotiating tactic for the agents. You'll listen. When I say I'm coming to you with a four year, $44 million deal, what I mean is an actual four year, $44 million deal. And that's probably part of negotiating in, in good faith with these agents. But every time I look at a deal from Brandon Bean, I just see it again with Matt Milano. I see a very realistic deal that I'm perfectly happy with. I was perfectly happy with Deion Dawkins at 15 average annual value. I was perfectly happy with the Poyer and the Hyde contracts. There hasn't been a contract given out by Brandon Bean as an extension. There has been some as free agents I haven't liked. You know, the, the Vernon Butler deal sticks out to me, obviously, but there hasn't been a deal for a extension that I've hated. And that includes the Milano deal. So Bruce, I want to get your instant reaction. Marcel Luis Jacques from ESPN with his tweet, tired, the Bills re-signed Matt Milano, wired. Re-signing Milano eliminates the possibility of drafting a linebacker in the first round. Travis Etienne, still in play. Yeah. Um, <laughs> listen, you know, it's funny. You know, everyone thinks that I'm like, I'm down on Travis Etienne or I'm down on Najee Harris. And I'm, I'm not. I'm not down on any of those. They're, they're good players. I'm, I'm down on the value. I've always been down on the value, right? So if we were to take Travis Etienne at 30, I would go, okay. Like, I'm not going to like throw a fit on Twitter and like put a hole through my wall or something. I, I, it's not going to inspire that emotional reaction to me. I'm going to think it's a perfectly good player and I think it's a bad value. It'd be the same reaction for me as re-signing Matt Milano to $18 million a year. That would be the that would be the same reaction. It would be okay. He's a good player. I don't like that contract, but it's it's a good player. It would be the same reaction as if they drafted Travis Etienne at thirty. Now I will say this: I think Javante Williams is RB one. I've said that on I said that on Twitter yesterday. I think Javante Williams is a better player than Travis Etienne. So if you're going to pick one at thirty and he's available, I'd rather you pick him for sure. So, so let me ask you this: I mean, obviously, I was saying that just to to rile you up a little bit, but as we do talk about this. Right, just real quick before you go, as you look at pick thirty now, for me linebackers seem to be. Gosh, you know, you would have different options that would be available there, right? You talk about a Zayvon Collins, a Nick Bolton, then I realize different skill sets, right? Not exactly the same, but there would be a lot of talk about linebacker at thirty. That is going to be the most glaring hole for the Bills. Well, obviously now it is not. I mean, is what? Where does your head go at this time? I know it's. Free agency hasn't even started yet, but as you start to look at pick 30 now, that's a big shift when you start to to yeah. think of some of these mock drafts. You know I want a corner, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are you are you shocked by this? I want Stokes or Newsom at 30. That's what I want. But I'm not gonna get that. Like that's a, I, I find that highly unlikely. But if you give me Stokes or Newsom at 30, you know, I I'd be okay with that. Prior to this, I would have said Baron Browning from Ohio State. I have been in Joe Marino's ear from Locked On Bills and the Draft Network about Baron Browning for like a year. <laughs> Joe picked Baron Browning in the first round in a live mock that he did on YouTube for the Draft Dudes the other night. I would love I to knew, say. Sorry. I knew was your influence. And then here yeah. I am doing a mock and I'm picking cornerbacks at 30. Like, I don't know what you've done to me, but I don't like it. You know so. what? It, 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 the Bruce thing, it kind of kind of gets in your ear. What happens is you don't realize you're being influenced by it. 
And then all of a sudden you start drafting cornerbacks. You start thinking coverage is more important than pass rush. You start kind of like saying things out loud, like wins are a quarterback stat. And then you don't realize you're being slowly influenced. It was like Emperor Palpatine to Anakin. You just slowly <laughs> seep into the guy, you know? Listen, the fact of the matter is, you know, the dark side of the force is the path to many things that some would consider to be unnatural, like thinking wins are not a quarterback stat and thinking coverage is more important than pass rush. So yeah, I'm, I'd like to take credit for that. I don't, I'm not going to take credit for that because I remember him messaging me when he got done with some Baron Browning film and he was like, dude, that guy's a dude. And I was like, I told you, I told you he's a dude, but however, so I'd love to take credit for it, but I, I can't, it, it would be intellectually dishonest of me to take credit for that. But now that Baron Browning is probably off the table at 30 and in the second round, and I'm not a, I'm not a running back at 30 guy. I want a corner is what I want now. Cause I don't think there's going to be a pass rusher there that I feel really strongly about. So I clearly want a corner there at round in round one. I don't think the bills are going to do it. I think it would be a tendency breaker for them to do it. Um, but let's be honest. The Milano resigning is a tendency breaker. I mean, there was lots of dots indicating he wasn't coming back. So it's just a great example. This is just such a great moment for us to remember that anything can happen in football. It's weird. Terrell Owens signed with the Buffalo Bills, guys. Like, it's weird. Mario, Mario Williams signed the biggest defensive player contract in NFL history for the Buffalo Bills. Things happen that are weird occasionally. And so you can never say never. But you can use things like highly improbable. And I thought it was highly improbable that Milano was coming back, but here he is. Here he is. Four years, $44 million. Brought to you by Sal Capaccio from WGR 550. Bruce, why don't you tell everybody uh, what you have going on? I know you're making a, a number of different appearances for your podcast and others. Why don't you tell everyone where they can find you? Uh, hear you all your great work. You don't even have to find me. I'll find you. I mean, it's... <laughs> If you're listening to this pod and it's before seven o'clock PM Eastern standard time on the 11th, I'll be live on locker room at seven o'clock PM Eastern standard time, the locker room app that's available for Apple devices. Then next week I'll be on with the crowd assist podcast from Trainwreck. I'll be on with hashtag sports as well. And then I'm going to take a couple days and leave my schedule free because we have free agency. So I have to be available to do cool things like this. But then the week after that, I'm back on my back on my bills stuff, as they say. So you can find the Bruce exclusive every Thursdays and Fridays on the Buffalo Rumblings podcast network. That is awesome. And uh, I'm not as popular as Bruce, but actually I will be on with Danger and Battaglia, the guys from ESPN Rochester on Friday afternoon to talk free agency and having some patience with those third year players for the bills. I will also be on the Red, White and Buffalo Blues podcast my guys from UK Bills catching up with them this weekend as well. So in addition to all of the coverage that we have here for you at buffalorumblings.com, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you get your podcast. Go to our YouTube page, hit the subscribe button there because Bruce, we've got a big week of stuff coming oh, yeah. with the live shows on YouTube to kick off free agency. Oh man, it's huge. And I, I cannot feel better about the talent we have in the YouTube channel. I mean, Matt's going to be doing a live show. Joe Miller's there. Jay Spence, the King. We have great people doing great content. If you are a podcast fan, you're listening to this. I can almost assure you that you're going to find something that you enjoy on the YouTube channel. So I'm very, very excited about the progress we've made in that space. And we really want to, 
We want to interact with you as a fan base, however you want to interact with us. It's that simple. If you want to go to the blog and you want to read articles, we want to be there for you. If you want to listen to podcasts, we want to be there too. If you want to watch videos and engage that sort of way, then, then we want to be there for you too. So we're trying to make sure that we provide content in the way that you want to consume it. And we're really excited to be able to give you talent wherever you look. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, you heard it from the man himself, Bruce Nolan. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Matt Milano, four years, $44 million coming back to Buffalo. I'm sure as there's more breaking news, we'll jump on with you and get you all the updates and instant reaction. Thanks for joining us. And as always, go Bills.